So, everybody, uh, I learned something interesting today that uh, in this day in 2005, uh, Google Maps was launched. Meaning that in this day in 2005, MapQuest died. That's crazy. Well, I mean, died for, for people that don't live in the Stone Age. My parents still print out MapQuest and, uh, you know, have it with them on their road trips. I'm like, Mom, Dad has a GPS. Like, we don't need the MapQuest every little thing. They're like, what but, is this yeah, witchcraft yeah, you talking about, yeah. GPS? I know. By the way, well, <clears throat> by the way welcome everybody to episode 82 of the Gaming Hub Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, joined by Graham and Steve, as always. Um, you know, this yes. week, uh, kind of crazy. Nothing really going on in the world of gaming. Um, stay with us, though, because it's we're still going to have, hopefully, a good show for you. Huh. But, There's still uh, lots going on out in that world. Yeah, like, here we had Snowmageddon, and huh. that was pretty yeah. awesome. So, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Are you saying Snowmageddon has ended? Because here well, it is ongoing. Yeah, but Snow- you're from Canada. Yes, so. but Snowmageddon okay. has ended in America, which means it's over. Yeah, that's so, what matters. And maybe not in the East Coast, so everybody, you know, honestly, stay safe. But, uh, you know, this Coast. morning, we're pretty much like the only ones on the freeway, which means we're the dumbest assholes in <laughs> the Midwest. Listen, somebody's so got to really be the fun. dumbest asshole. Sure. Yeah. So, a lot of fun. Good times. But uh, anything interesting happened to you guys this week? Well, there was fog at one point. So... Oh, I feel for you. <laughs> I, <laughs> so that was kind of creepy. And like, like it got up to eighty-five degrees, you know, in February again. But do you like, guys get some scary stuff? Ridiculous so. warnings, like a wind warning or like a water, or like a rain warning. Like they warn you about everything. Like, well, oh I, no. so I have a question. It's since There's since a when you could get wet if you don't have an umbrella? No, since when do we name snowstorms? Yeah. It's like they're I hurricanes. That for a while. Like, this was like, Mateo was its name. The and, name. yeah. And, and there's all these alerts coming on my phone. It's going to be like the day after tomorrow and all that stuff. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it wasn't great, but it wasn't I'm the worst thing ever. So, uh, again, everybody, uh, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to episode 82 of the, the Gaming Hub podcast. Um, Hello, viewers. So, yeah. Hello. Uh, we're, we're broadcasting live on Twitch right now. Also, uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher I, or whatever I, you like I, to listen to podcasts to, we thank you for that. We yes. ask that you hit that subscribe button. That would help us out quite a bit. And, uh, and listen right to there. us every week. It helps you get See. every single episode Yeah, that we've ever done. And uh, we're off to a great start here. So thank you for listening to us thus far. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> In, in attempt number two of episode 82. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> so, um, so we ask uh, if you want to join in the community, uh, go on over to Facebook and join the Gaming Hub forums there. Uh, when you're there, you can submit questions to be read on our show and, and be entered to win monthly giveaways that we do, uh, obviously, monthly. And if you're on Twitch, uh, thanks for joining us there. Uh, when we get uh, a big amount of twi- uh, people follow, watching our show on Twitch, we do some giveaways there, which we just might do tonight. So thanks for coming in and joining us there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so guys, I was thinking this week, not a lot Uh-oh. of gaming news. I know, that's trouble to start with. Um, <laughs> and uh, we have a pretty awesome community. You know, we got some people that are pretty involved. I, I assume you agree. Yes. Yeah, this is yeah, where you say I... yes. <laughs> so, 
um, we, you know, I was thinking of ways that we can kind of reward our community for helping us grow so much. And we talked a few episodes ago about how we want to grow and, and develop and get better in 2018. And a lot of the goals we set to hit by like E3 or by the fall, we've already hit. And that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah, so, guys. Yeah, yeah, we thank Round you for that. Um, we are amazing. I yeah, mean, it's it's not because we suck any less. It's just because you guys <laughs> are awesome. And we really appreciate that. In fact, tonight, uh, just before we started recording the episode, we had a huge discussion going on on Facebook. And it was it was great. Uh, some good ideas from our community and stuff they want to see from us, uh, which we're going to talk about in a second. But Some bad influence out there. That's, there that's, are. That's and what going yeah, these people yeah. want to see us in rehab, I think. But yeah. um, <laughs> it's but it's some good ideas. We'll talk about them in a second. But we won't. We, I wanted to think of a way to kind of reward the community. So we came up with this crazy idea that we're going to start tonight. So crazy. And, I know. And it's called <laughs> um, Gaming Hub Fan Fest. And here's how this is going to work. So tonight's going to be Gaming Hub Fan Fest 1. First one ever. Uh, that's usually what 1 means. And <laughs> we're... It's true. We're going to load this episode with giveaways for our listeners that submit questions to be read on the show. But here's the trick. We're never going to tell you when it's coming. All I'm going to mm-hmm. commit to you is we're going to do one of these every quarter. So that would mean four times a year for math majors like Steve. And, <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But we're never going to tell you when it's coming. So you got to get on Facebook or Discord or twitch and submit questions during the show because if you're if that question is read or you just submit it you're entered we had a ton of questions submitted for this show we thank you guys for that we're going to spend a lot of our episode focusing on those questions and just answering them and kind of discussing gaming with you guys uh there's not a lot going on in the gaming world this week and we could tell you all about like the new like skins and uh, stuff in like Overwatch or Destiny or whatever. We can tell you where Zer is, and that would be, I'm sure, really, really exciting. But we're going to do this instead. And I think it's going to make for a better show. Uh, this isn't normally how we do it, but this week, I think we'll do it this way. Yeah. Um, idea number two that our community had, we're going to start doing, um, for back, lack of a better term, or lack of a better uh, word, drunk casts. And those are going to be here exclusively on Twitch, and we're going to try to do those on Saturday night. So we're trying to work out tomorrow night, kind of short notice, but we're trying to work out tomorrow night and give us enough time to get completely obliterated to come and talk to you. Because for some reason, you want to hear that. And if you do, <laughs> we're going to do it. So, um, it's true. Yeah. So I'm going to break my 10 years of sobriety yeah, just you know, for you guys. Yeah. Um, Graham, you know, has, has gone through That's... a lot of significant, you know, changes in... Uh, in life and really taking a lot of steps in the right direction, but he's going to give all that up for yeah. us. For and you guys, because I love you. I love yep. you all. So, Especially thanks, you. Thanks, Grant, for making that sacrifice. Um, no problem. Yeah. And uh, I hope you enjoyed your job. <laughs> so, Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be doing that. And, uh, and the last thing is, uh, those of you who listened to us for a while, um, you know, we do a lot of, uh, we'll call it, we'll make a deep term. We'll call it self-reflection on our <laughs> show. And, uh, you know, we, we, what I mean is we talk regularly about how to make it so better for all of you. And, you know, I, I feel like sometimes we try so hard to keep it formal and keep it safe so for hard. work. Yeah. To keep it safe for work that we don't come across as ourselves. 
So I'm going to warn you right now that we're going to change that gradually, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and just be kind of more ourselves. That means you might hear bad words once in a while. <laughs> bad words. Yeah. We'll uh, say earmuffs, though. We'll say yeah. earmuffs. Well, no, we're going to say we're going to say like, earmuffs. Fuck, earmuffs. Ah, yeah. shit! I screwed yeah. that up. Yeah. We're going to say earmuffs right now. <laughs> Wrong order. And that's going to apply yeah. for the next hour. So, yeah. um, so if I, you know, we're going to say earmuffs, and if if you don't put them on right now, you might hear words like shit. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Maybe even the occasional, you know, fuck. Um, I don't know, but that might happen. But we want to be more ourselves, and we just want to have a good time and chat with you guys about gaming, because gaming's pretty damn fun. And it shouldn't look like uh, the nightly news on, you know, TV. It should be something fun and engaging with the community. So we want to do that. Let Next, us know what you Joe think. we have with the weather. Yeah. It's snowing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is snowing. Um, but we want, we want it to be more natural. We want it to be something that uh, flows better. And we just want to be able, you know, we want to be ourselves here. Uh, you know, we live in this age. It's 2018. We should be able to be ourselves. Uh, we live in a world of inclusion. Mm -hmm. It's true. So, I even wore a business suit every time we did the podcast. Just yeah. so I would feel formal. <laughs> now, yeah. I'm in my underwear. I'm not going to lie. All right. So if we want to well, say shit, we should be accepted see. for who we are. <laughs> so, anyway... <laughs> With all that said, uh, we do thank you, though, for joining us. Uh, if you're here on Twitch or if you're listening to us through whatever podcast app you listen to, we ask again that you please subscribe so you never miss an episode and uh, help support us. On that note, uh, one last really, you know, long, boring announcement before we get going. And it really won't be that long or boring. But we had something cool happen to us this week. Guys, we hit one of the milestones that we kind of had, the goals that we had for the year. Oh, we I did. had like I had music plan and like a yeah. like trauma. Uh, I missed so, my cue. We did it, guys! Right? I know. <laughs> so here, here on Twitch, we've hit affiliate status, um, which is super awesome because it means that we've managed to get at least three people to watch us every single time, and we uh, we appreciate that support. Uh, we're hoping to do bigger and better, but now that we've achieved affiliate status, it does open up the ability to. Uh, uh, sub to us on Twitch, and if you choose to do that, we really appreciate it. Uh, we're not looking to line our pockets with money. Uh, none of us drink tea with our pinky in the air, except for Steve, because he's a West Coast elite. But well, well, I have become a bit of a coffee snob, though. But I know we're talking have. tea, but I want to talk coffee. Oh, now, tea. in no way am I sponsored by these guys, but <laughs> I have an espresso machine, and now that I know what real, actual good coffee is like. Now I'm a coffee snob. Wait, wait. Are you saying not Dunkin' Donuts is not good coffee? Because those are fighting words. Yeah. Well, honestly, I don't. I can't say if I ever had a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. But I am a coffee. I take pride in my coffees. I'm not going to lie. Now, I'm going to say McDonald's has one of the better coffees. And they're consistent. And I have a lot of friends and people that would back me up on this. But... That is American coffee. Now I learned about European-style coffee, which is just – the flavor is just so much more. You're not just, like, dumping cream and sugar just to make it, like, edible or – so, yeah. I'm a coffee snob. Nespresso is great. Co I love tea, too, though. So, anyways. Good to know. Thank you, Graham. <laughs> um, yeah. Just in case you were wondering. 
back to video games, or I should say, like, we promise soon to come video games. But, um, yeah, thank you. But if you choose to sub to us on Twitch, we really appreciate it. It's not going to line our pockets. Like I said, it goes to things like doing better giveaways for all of you. Um, Also, the, the costs of, like, distributing the podcast and doing some of the giveaways we've done like for E3 over the years and stuff like that are, are more than, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be ashamed to mention. So it just helps uh, support the show and, and run the show and do better giveaways for everybody out there. And if you choose to contribute that way, we really appreciate it. If you don't, Hey, you're still part of our community. We love you. We appreciate you. We're happy you're part of it. Um, that's all I'm going to say on that. But uh, if you do choose to support us, whether it's through your free, uh, Amazon Prime sub or whatever. We really appreciate it. All yeah. right. And just yeah. listening to us supports us. So, yeah. like, like don't think you need to sub or donate or any of that. Like, following on Twitch doesn't cost you any money. We'd appreciate that. But just being a listener every week, highly appreciated. We love you for it, and we thank you for it. Yeah, yeah force your friends to listen to us. Yeah. And I know we throw thanks at our listeners all the time, and, and we mean it. But I want to put it into context. So, because of you guys... And just the, you know, being super active in Facebook and Discord and all this stuff. Uh, By the way, if you want to join those things and you're new to the show, uh, I put all the links to that in our show notes. So just check there through whatever podcast app you use and just click on the links and join in. But our show, and I'm not going to get into like exact numbers and all that stuff. I mean, it's very healthy, but we have grown since, say, January 1. Uh, We've grown over 550% in downloads. That's awesome. And that's because yes. of you guys, and we appreciate that. And, Thank you. you know, we just want to keep going and keep uh, getting Absolutely. better. And that's why we're looking at ways to continue to get better. So now that we're done, like, going on for 14 minutes or so, uh, we're actually going to move into some video games. And like I said, this is going to be the first ever Gaming Hub Fan Fest. And that means we're going to focus this episode on your questions, whether they be about the show My or questions? about games or not yours, Graham. We don't care about yours. Oh. But the questions... That you guys in the community have that you threw at us. We're going to get through as many as we can in the next uh, little bit. But anybody who submitted one is entered to win uh, in this episode. Okay, so can, I, can, I, can I ask the first question? That, I, I have a, an appropriate question. Yes, so you can. This is like the start of evolution. No, not quite. Um, Brian Richland, who has been given, submitting questions consistently, which we thank you for that. Yep. He says... How did you get your first video game system, and what was it? Now, I asked it. I'm not going to answer mine first, so I'm going to ask you, Tyler. Okay. So I got the Nintendo Entertainment System when I was a little kid. Yes. Yep. And I, I fell in love with games like Super Mario Brothers and Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! And, you know, games like that. Um, and it really got me into it. I just, I loved it from the moment I got my hands on it. My, my next one was a Sega Genesis. I actually never played. I never owned a Nintendo system from, well, uh, well we said after... you're first. Now you're on to yeah, your I know. But NES, <laughs> you know, fun fact. Yeah. That's cheating. Yeah. Um, between the NES and the Switch, I didn't own a Nintendo system. See, so, that is, that's I pretty know. disturbing. I know, that's, that's just... like a crime to you, Graham. It, but, yeah, that's, that's a crime to yeah. humanity. Well... <laughs> So, yeah, the NES was my first one, and it it made me fall in love with games. So, you know, I guess I owe Nintendo, and you can blame Nintendo for having to listen to our bullshit every week. Like, even, like, giving, like, your age group, which, like, I'd be part of, the fact that you've never played 
Super Mario World. Like, oh. it's probably one of the best games, like, especially, like, for my childhood or growing up. Like, playing that game was probably one of the greatest experiences. I pulled an all-nighter with my cousin at one point. Like, it's just amazing. <laughs> so the fact that you've never experienced that, I, gonna... I feel like a part of you still needs to live. You're not going to like my answer then. <laughs> All right. No, yeah, yeah, but you're young. Go you're see. young, Stephen. So. It's well, true. I am old, young. Graham. God. All right. I didn't well, say you're old. I said older. So, so I am younger. I am younger. My first video game console I owned yes, four. was a Nintendo GameCube. And the first game on it was Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup Fight Me. Because I love that game. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I love reading. Uh, as you, if you've listened to the podcast, you may understand that or have known that. Uh, and Harry Potter was my jam. I loved that game. I loved playing Quidditch. I love sports. So that was kind of like a sports game, but set in a fantasy world. And I put hours and hours and hours and hours into that game. And then I got into other games like Luigi's Mansion. And I remember Star Fox Adventures on the GameCube and stuff like that. And then I got an Xbox and Halo. But. Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup on the GameCube was one of the first games. It wasn't the first game I ever played. I don't exactly remember that, but I remember playing uh, Mario Kart on my buddy's N64 and playing, like, uh, what was it? One of, like, the Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball on the 64. It was, uh, like, you'd hit a Grand Slam and the guy would go, It's a Grand Salame! I just remember that, but... The first game and console I ever owned that really got me into video games was Quidditch World Cup on the GameCube. Bite me, Graham. No, 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 that's perfectly fine. Great answer. Truthful answer. That's great. Uh, Seems to be a going trend that Nintendo is the first systems that people get their hands on or sink their teeth into. Well, my first Mine... was really a handheld handheld. Shut up. Game Boy I'm talking. Yeah. No, it was a you. handheld Game Boy Advance, but console, right. oh, like... Fine. Console it's still Nintendo. Hey, it's yeah, still a video game system, man. It's, six, it's a Nintendo. That was the my question. point. My point was it. Nintendo. I can read it Graham. slower. Okay. Jesus. Can I answer? Because, come on. I asked my question. Okay. My answer, as I was saying, <laughs> was exactly what Tyler's was. The NES. Now, I got this for Christmas. Now, I didn't know anything about video games or gaming systems or whatever. And my... I'm guessing was... Both my brothers and both my sisters who lived in Ontario. And I was in Newfoundland. And me and my brother, we got an NES. And it came with Super Mario. And we didn't have lots of money. So basically, you only had a couple games at a time or something like that. I had that game. And I think the next game I got for it was a 42-in-1 game cartridge. So these are just 42 small games. Which back then, some of them seemed pretty lengthy, but overall, they're pretty small, right? They're NES games. So I had that, and I absolutely loved Super Mario. And I even played Mario 3 before I played 2, which was in the wrong order. But they were all such different games. But one of my favorite games for the NES, and I was a huge Ninja Turtles fan as a kid, was Super... Or not Super... Was Ninja Turtles for the NES. And that game, I never completed. And so that would have earliest game that i ever played that i never completed and that game was tough but it was an amazing game there's my answer who's next all right, thank you all right, Steve, well, go ahead 
Well, since we got our gaming questions out of the way, back to not talking about gaming. Uh, <laughs> Manuel asks, how do y'all uh, know each other? And is one of you Canadian? I can hear a Canadian accent. So, Graham, you want to answer that second question? Well, damn right I'm Canadian. <laughs> I believe red and white. Well, well I'm I'll I'll probably red. But there's some white in it. Red, white, and blue. But there's no blue in my blood. Yeah, no blue. Strictly blue. Canadian from a little island to the Manitoba. east. Manitoba. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually west, and it's not an island. I am from Newfoundland. That is a great place that anyone and everyone should visit at least once. And it made me the man I am today. So thank you. Those God. are conflicting statements, Graham. <laughs> yeah, that's um, what I was yeah. thinking also. All I know about Newfoundland is what I learned from South Park, so yeah. that's all. Follow the only road. <laughs> so, uh, how we met each other? Uh, we all met each other over Xbox, so kind of cool. And, you know, we've had other people on the show over the course of the show, uh, show's history. Uh, I knew uh, them personally. Um, but you know, as, as things happen, you know, like any other podcast or endeavor, you know, you evolve and grow and, and change. And so, uh, that's happened with, with the team as well. Um, Graham and I though have been here since day one. Yes. Yeah. Day one. So sorry, I'm not that good. Yeah. Well, you know, you were on, you know, you were a reserve. Yeah. Well, <laughs> So, uh, no, we're, we're, we're glad we have the team we have now. Um, happy with we are going forward. But, yeah, we, we all met each other over Xbox and all through. Um, actually, Steve, not quite over Xbox. Like, you listened no. to the show. It was through the show, yeah. yeah. I jokingly said something about NHL. Yeah. Like, being a, amazing at it. And then it turned out I was actually amazing at it. But at oh, the here time, we go. I was just only average. So... But I appreciate y'all. It's safe to say that me and Tyler made him a better NHL player than he was when we first met him. Yeah. Sorry, how many 10 point games do you guys have? That's what I thought. Next question. All right. So it's my turn? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. Please go ahead. (laughs) All right. So, uh, what game, uh, this is from uh, Nick, what game do you feel the most accomplished for having beaten? Okay. Most accomplished. I would say the one that I put most time into, I got the highest achieve uh, like gamer score, and that was Fallout Three. I felt like I tore the crap out of that game. I probably would even put more time in it if my hard drive didn't go corrupt. But yeah, at one point, I not many games where I'm like, okay, I want to get every achievement or I want to work towards getting all the achievements. But Fallout 3 was that game. And I, like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed that game. I just happened to fall upon it because... <laughs> fall upon it. <laughs> yeah, because when I was in Vancouver, one of my roommates at the time picked it up. And he didn't really enjoy it. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to try this. Because I actually remember the part where he kept dying. And he just made it seem so much harder than it actually was was when you're going through minefield and there was like a sniper out in distance it kept killing him and like when i played it it wouldn't even issue so i I don't know like i guess you just get different experiences and that's how i learned how games could just be like so different for one person compared to the other Mm -hmm. so yeah i felt really good with all the times that's 
probably the game I put the most hours into when you actually kept track of such a thing. So yeah, definitely was part of that one. My, mine, uh, easily, and I'm sure a lot of people who have played these Kingdom games Hearts. feel the same way. No, Kingdom Hearts is easy. It's just fun. It's amazing, oh, and you should play it if you haven't played Dark it already. Souls, Thank you for Dark. getting on that uh, tangent there, Graham. It is. It is Dark Souls. It, to be specific, Dark Souls 3, as it's the only one I've actually beaten. I know, sacrilegious. Um, I tried Bloodborne, as anyone who watched the stream early had seen. It's just, it didn't, like, click with me. It's not that I don't like the game and I want to go back and play it. It's just, at the time, I wasn't in the mood. But, yeah, I, I beat Dark Souls 3. It was amazing. I loved everything about it, and I'm really excited for Dark Souls 1 Remastered. I feel like I'm going to go back, understand it a little better, and, and like, have a better time with it. I got stuck in Dark Souls 1 at the um, Capra Demon. Anyone who's played knows what I'm talking about. That was hard. I was young. Yeah, didn't go so well. But Dark Souls 3, easily the most complex game I've or easily the most accomplished I felt after beating a game. Well, but sorry, Stephen, but uh, according to our Twitch chat, somebody hates Kingdom Hearts. Well, it's okay. We can all be wrong at certain points. Yeah. All right. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Well, okay. you're going to answer the so, question. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I mentioned the game before. I'm going to say it again. I, this is like one of the very first games I beat as a, as a kid. And I still remember the feeling of beating it. That was Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Like, you finally get through Tyson at the end. And that was hard, like, especially as a kid. And, and games back then were super unforgiving anyway compared to today. So, yeah, that one. I mean, I thought about other games I beat recently, you know, or in the in the modern era, I guess I'll say. Like, your, you know, your Bioshocks and Call of Duties and stuff like that. None of those compare to that game, that feeling that I had as a kid. So... Who's up next? Was it, I didn't know that was a hard game. I thought that was just a normal fighting game. Is that not of the style of, like, no. Fight Night? <laughs> okay. Uh, no, it's a little different. It's a little different, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean the, the opponents get progressively harder, and, like, Tyson at yes. the end is pretty difficult to yeah. beat, at least in my, you know, little kid myself, you know. That was, that was a difficult game. I remember watching someone go through that, Tyler. And you're right. Like, basically, you had to learn, kind of like boxing. You got to learn your opponent's moves and his, like, um, things that he repeat and stuff like that, like his routine. Yep. And then you got to, like, find that opening and then you go for it. And when you get it, like, with certain ones, it's different ones, right? Some of them you had to keep going and going and going to beat it. And some you had, like, hold back because then they'll do, like, a combo and you got to, like, wait it out. Yeah. So I, I could see that being really tricky. Like, it kind of gives you reflections how, like, games are now with, like, bosses and stuff like that yeah. where you got to, like, figure out their movements. Even, like, Dark Souls is a good example because, like, certain bosses have certain movements and p- patterns. That, that was what I'm looking for. Or even, even Monster Hunter, as I'm sure, Tyler, you were about to say, like, the Anjanath, we were struggling so oh, yeah. a lot and we learned its tells and we, we beat it. Yep. And it felt accomplished. Yeah, I mean, that that was a difficult battle. And it's still, I think, fairly early on in the game, right? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you, it, with Tyson's Punch-Out, what made it difficult, Steve, is that in the first round, and when you're fighting, you're fighting Tyson at the end, in the first round, if he hits you once, you're done. Oh. Like, you don't get up. Yeah. You can't get hit. Like, yeah. once I'm you pretty get to, sure I watched him beat that game. Yeah. And once you get to the second round, and you can't knock him out, I don't think, in the first round. Chad will correct me if I'm wrong there. But 
in uh, in the like the, once you get to the second round, you can take a hit, but if you take an uppercut, you're still done. So you cannot get hit. You got to be perfect, and it it was very a, a very accomplishing feeling or accomplished feeling to beat it. So, all right, all right, Billy okay. Billy. Grant, I'm gonna keep walking down the nostalgia lane. It's kind of a going theme with my questions. Uh, this guy named Dylan Anderson, I think I pronounced that right. Uh, he says, "What was the first video game you were passionate about, and why?" So let's go with Steven this time, because oh, why hmm. not? Wonder what that could be. Might be uh, Kingdom Fucking. Hearts, okay? <laughs> I will fight you if you don't like that game. The game is it's just it's so good. Like on so many different levels. Okay, part of it is I'm a California boy. I live <laughs> fucking ten minutes away from Disneyland. I'm a huge Disney fanatic. I own like every a lot most Disney movies. I love Disney movies. I love Disney. It's amazing. The Kingdom Hearts, I got to play an action game. Slash RPG, like two of my favorite types of games set in the Disney universe. There's nothing better. All right. There's nothing I need more than that. So, yes, those games. The story convoluted as all hell. Like, I'm not going to like argue that the story is, the story is kind of crappy for that. I'll, I'll admit that. But like the gameplay, the world building, all of that was super fun. It's a fun game. I love them. I've played them so many times. I've bought every like version of the Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 that's come out. Like PS3 remastered, PS4 remastered. I played them a million times. I love the games. That's my most passionate game. And it's one of the first games I ever had. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's, like if I wasn't hooked into gaming before those games come out, I was after playing the first Kingdom Hearts. You know, rumor has it that there may be announcing the third one at E3. That's just something I read. Uh, uh, excuse me, the third one's already been announced. Uh, we better get it this year. That's yeah, but well, I mean announced. more than announced. Like okay, it's because I'm be, an apologist, like and I will apologize soon. It it should be out this year. They've announced so many worlds for it. I really do feel it will come out this year. I'm excited for E3 to see it because oh my god, if you guys will be watching, if it gets like announced and like for sure at E3, like ooh, I'll be through the roof. So Steve, what? Let's assume it comes out this year. It won't, but let's assume it does. It what? Uh, sure, it will. But <laughs> what games this year would you be more excited for than Kingdom Hearts? Nothing, absolutely nothing. Not no, even I, Red Dead 2. No, and I'll tell you, I, I knew you were going to ask that. If it came out same day as Red Dead 2, fuck Red Dead, I'm playing Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, See, no, I, I respect that passion because this is going to kind of go into my answer, too. Because now i got to combat with that. So what am I passionate about? Legend of Zelda. That's what I'm passionate about. Which one? And the game was A Link to the Past for Super Nintendo. Again, I'm going to go back to that great time in my life. This must have been the greatest time for me as a kid, as it is for most kids. But me, more in particular, was for Christmas. Because my brother in Ontario... God, my family's amazing. (laughs) I just realized that right now. He got me the Super Nintendo Legend of Zelda to Link to the Past. And I gave him no indication that I liked Zelda because I didn't even know what what the hell it was. And I opened this, and I guess I looked on the box, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then, like, you open it, and you take it with that book, and it's got that little pamphlet, like, do not open this. There's, like, warning, there's secrets in here. 
I thought that was the coolest thing ever. But when I just started playing the game and learning about the little puzzles and the little tricks and the switches and like the music and the characters, like I just absolutely fell in love with that game. And like, yeah, that game is the best to me. Like the fact that my brother introduced me to such a great game, like classic, I'll never forget him for that. So thank you. That's my answer. Before I get all mushy, mushy. All right, yeah, don't cry. It's way better in Kingdom Hearts. I'll, I'll fight anyone. Well, it's not. But why is everybody but... fighting? <laughs> it's hostile in here. No. <laughs> so that's just how the world works now, Tyler. Either get on it, get on the train, or get off. It just seems like. All right, Tyler. A what are you passionate response? about, my friend? Yeah, well, let's hear your passion. We want to know why you're wrong. We want to know why you're wrong. So okay. go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you. So there was uh, for a long time. I basically just played sports games, and you know, I, I jump on to the occasional other thing like Super Mario and stuff like that. Um, but there is one sports game that just stands out, head and shoulders above the rest for me, and that is uh, NHL '94. NHL '94, yes, I own that of, one. I own that one. It's arguably one of the greatest sports games ever made, <laughs> and I, it was to the point where, like, because they didn't have stat tracking back then like games do now. So if you play a season, and there was obviously no like multiplayer or anything like that online. There was, we were years away from that. But what I did was like, I, you know, I, I played growing up and all that stuff. So I, I had actually like, I drew up like stat sheets, like box score sheets for games and made copies of them. And then for every game I played, I like filled out who scored, who got the assist. And I just kept like track of how many points all my players <laughs> got. Yeah, no. So, same, so it's more insane here, than Graham's Excel no. sheet in fantasy. Yeah, because, well, Graham, so <laughs> Graham doesn't need an Excel sheet for fantasy hockey because it does all that shit for you in the app. But No, no. Yes. But so, apparently he does. They don't tell you, Graham, you how Graham, many. How's your spreadsheet working out this week? Yeah. Listen. Uh, who's in first place? All I want to say, who's in first place? Listen. You tell me who's in first place. Who's in first place? Who's in first place? I'm that missing. just goes back to my laptop, which I don't want to talk about, because that had my spreadsheet on it. That's out of commission. Oh, so now. Oh, Sorry. I see. I don't want I to see. talk about so it. So now you can't access the spreadsheet, so now you suck. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a spreadsheet, Graham. How many times? Uh, how many weeks have I won in a row? I, Eight. I, yeah, I yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. How many points behind you? How how many points behind me are you in the overall standings? Which one? Four hundred. Four hundred. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, not for long. So. Four hundred. Not for long. Just enjoy it while you can. Anyway, NHL '94. Um, and uh, it's one of the greatest sports games ever made. And like I said, I, yeah, I, I put up the stats down on like sheets, and I had like a three-ring binder that I kept them all in and, <laughs> yeah. and kept the running tally. And Listen, you know, so I yeah, can't, I can't. I can't. Ninety-five. We used to have tournaments in my buddy's camper. We'd pick a team and we'd do like the tree, like the playoff tree, and you battle everyone. Like everyone had a team. That was, those were great times, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, it I was mean, a good time. That was a year after I was born, and two years, Graham, for your game. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's crazy. Two years? It was the next year. It was 94 and 95. I know. 95 (laughs) was two years after I was born is what I was getting at. But I really can't fault you for that, Tyler, because, like, I remember NFL head coach. It Mm -hmm. it was one of the two head coach games they made. And I had a binder, like a little three – or sorry, spiral-bound notebook that I would, like, write down, like, when the the announcers would name off, like, ooh, John David Booty had a really Mm -hmm. bad – uh, 
whatever it was called. Um, <laughs> and like, your I story, wrote man. Not, your not good. And like, yeah. that's how I did it. I was like a scout. I was the head coach. Yep. It was a fun game. So I'm going to tell mean, you. I'm going to tell you real reason, quick. Well, I was real yeah, quick. Go ahead. There's a reason that FIFA, like, manager, or what is it called? Um, football manager. Football, yes, manager football manager. Is a yearly release. Yep. And that baseball and hockey have followed that into mm-hmm. um, out, of park, out of the park and, and hockey NHL manager. hockey, hockey manager. manager. Yep. Yep. There's a reason those games All are great yearly games. releases. Because those games are fun for, like, a stat head like us. Oh, and yes, totally. those are video games. Even yep. if you're of the I, I disagree with the people that are like, those aren't video games. Those are absolutely video games, and I don't fault anyone for enjoying those. I like them, too. So, I'm not good at them, but I like them. So I'm going to tell you real quick, just and then, then I'll be done on this, I promise. But how committed the, that how much commitment this involved. Like this was not in the day yet when you could buy a printer to have at home that had like the copy feature on it. Yeah. So I actually, I remember this. I had to go and like go to like the drugstore across the street that had the copier that you pay to use. You guys remember, remember and Kinko? I did that. <laughs> so it was, I was committed. Was it wasn't Kinko. even Kinko's dude. It was before, like before yeah, Kinko's before. was huge. Yeah. So, <laughs> And, and when I say before Kingo's was huge, I mean Kingo's is now not as relevant anymore. But sure. but yeah, it, and I was that committed to it. So side question, really quick. I don't want to take it too much time with this, but wow, there's Just take all the time, Tyler. I know. Go ahead, but just go ahead, so, man. You know, we're talking about sports games. There's there's such a disconnect in gaming between like sports and video games, and it's like they are Thank mutually you. exclusive. Not. I love both. Man, they got playing, me in. Yeah, I love playing video games, and I watched the Super Bowl like while I was playing a game last week. <laughs> you're, you're more dedicated to video games than me. I was just watching the Super Bowl. I mean, that was oh. a good game. Yeah, yeah, was a good game. I watched the Super Bowl. I'm like, with your friend's house. Well, no, I'm, I'm with you, like, because to be honest, my first video game I remember playing what were the backyard sports series, backyard baseball, Pablo Sanchez, that's my boy, but the backyard baseball. But like, one of the things I remember, Sam's Club had. Like the sports series in 2003 in a collection of like $20. And I don't know if it was the year 2003. I just had the 2003 games. It was NBA Live 2003, NHL 2003, Madden 2003, NASCAR Sim Racing, and PGA Tour. Wait, wait, wait. Was 2003. Owen Nolan on the cover 2003? I have no idea who was on the cover. I was 10. But oh. I put hours into that on my little home computer. And, like, that's how, like, sports games are the reasons I got into video games. Now I love yeah, RPGs. same here. But same sports here. games were my first type of video games. Triple play. Yeah, yeah it's just, that's how that's how I got in. Yeah. I, I don't see why there's such, like, hatred towards sports. And, and there's there's theories behind it that would take a, a whole show yeah. to dig We can talk it. about that on a yeah. Twitch stream one time. But, yeah. okay. So come I'm, join us there. I'm going to talk about another genre of video games, something like that, where... It kind of like meshed them together, and that was the reason why I bought my first 360, and that was for Guitar Hero 3, because me myself, you guys know that I'm a huge fan of music and stuff like this. And then when I learned that you could play like songs by, I don't even know, like between Guitar Hero 2 and 3, that's where when I found out there was such a thing, I'm like, I gotta get me one of this. Yep. So when I was yeah. working out of town at a hotel, I went to, I think it was Walmart, and I bought Xbox 360 and Guitar Hero 3 all in one shot. And that's when I first got into 
I'm going to use my air quotes and nobody can see into console like gaming. Because like, I don't really consider like, I know Super Nintendo and NES was console and stuff like that. But basically that was basically what like gaming was like before it was officially gaming console and PC like gaming stuff like that. So that was like the first major console that I got. And I know it was kind of late into the game. Like, I didn't have original Xbox and stuff like that. Yeah. I had a Nintendo 64 that I bought used and stuff like that. Just for maybe, like, GoldenEye and Ocarina of Time, which was an amazing sure. game. What's GoldenEye? But... I'm just kidding. I know yeah, GoldenEye. I, I forget <laughs> that. I'm not that young. That was probably one of the greatest first-person shooters. Did you play GoldenEye in... Remastered? No, no, I didn't, actually. I have okay. Or whatever it was called. Yeah. I've been tempted to get it just because GoldenEye was so good. But I think that was a game, too, that didn't age well. Like, go back to it now. But that no, game was well, tough. It's terrible now. Yeah, but like, I got the remastered or whatever on 360. It was fine. Yeah, was fine. that was good, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I bet yeah, you that would open up a whole bunch of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so, Yeah, I don't know if I went on a tangent so, there. So are you asking I, us I, what I, got I, us into console gaming? Yeah. No, I mean, I oh. thought that was a question. It yeah, kind of ties yeah. in with the question that I <laughs> yeah. see on Facebook. So I figured... Why not? Ask it. A little segue into it. So, what was your guys' first like major like console that you got into, and then you just religiously like bought games, and just like you were hundred percent into that gaming system? Well, well, I'll, well, I'll go first real quick. So for me, you know, I, I said my first one was the NES, but I didn't really get super super into it until later. And I, I'm gonna say my first like major one was the PlayStation One. And that's when I started to kind of branch out out of sports games and other type of Resident games. Evil. Like, yeah, like Medal of Honor and games like that, you know? Yeah. Um, started doing stuff like that and really just got into gaming. And then by the time the the original Xbox came out, I was hooked. And it was just part of my life at that point. So that's for me. Uh, it was the PlayStation 1. So anybody who says I hate PlayStation, PlayStation 1. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And honestly, we're doing PlayStation Confessions. The first PlayStation system I owned was PlayStation 3, and the only reason I got it was for God of War. And I played God of War 1 and 2, and then they came out with the, like, the trilogy or whatever. I bought that, and I went through them all. Love God of War. God of War was such a great game. Like, I don't know if it was because of like, the goriness, but or you're f- fighting gods and stuff like that. But it was I a sex was, scene well, at the beginning of the first game, wasn't it, Graham? You tell us a safe space. That 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 would be what you would think. <laughs> no. But no, that was a great game, and then I end up getting a PS4 because I'm ready for when the next God of War comes out. And I played some great games on there as well. But I'm like I'm mainly an Xbox guy just because I like the gamer score and trophies. Never really, never really got excited about getting a trophy. Well, Not even in real life either, right? I got so many trophies I don't even care about, you know. <laughs> yeah, you have that uh, millennial generation, eh? Trophy for everything. <laughs> That's right. But I mean, there, there's a question related to that, and we'll get to that after I answer the question. Yeah, if that's okay with y'all. Um, my so my first console was also one of my first video games that I remember was the GameCube, and then that segued into like Luigi's Mansion, Mario Kart, Double Dash, stuff like that. 
But even before then, and I might be getting my years mixed up because I was young. Like, I had a GameCube was first. Then I sold it for an Xbox and had Halo. And I played with my buddy down the street. We would play through the Halo 2, like, co-op campaign, like, every day. Like, we must have beat that last mission in Halo 2 when you fight Tartarus, like, a million times. Not really, but you get my point. And and then I sold my Xbox, got a PlayStation 2, got a lot of great games on it. <clears throat> it starts with the K and ends with Ingdom Hearts. <laughs> Amazing games. <laughs> then I went back to the Xbox and, like, I kind of, like, switched between the consoles. And luckily my parents probably helped me out more than I remember them, like, in switching. So I appreciate them for getting me into this. And then when the 360 came out is when I really... Like, if I wasn't addicted before, 360 and Xbox Live was what, like, yeah. sealed my fate. That's when I started, like, getting not-so-good grades in high school because I was spending six hours playing Halo 3 multiplayer a night. And, like, on school night. On the weekends, dude, I was, like, 10 a.m. to, like, 3 a.m. Sunday morning. Like, 27 hours straight of gaming. So, the 360 was the real... Yep real hook but i mean even before then it was it was pretty big world at war that was the game that i played the crap out of yeah like yeah and like that was one where zombies first came to fruition and look how huge zombies came so yeah and we know how i much love zombies yeah and you, you guys can thank me for being the ones <laughs> That played the crap out of the original zombies and made it a thing, but it was—it's really neat to see how it evolved. Like I don't even think the first one—if you guys can remember—the first actual zombie level, because they never had the like the the drink machines where you get the revive and the quick reload. Like it didn't even have anything like that. It had that. All that was the box, and I don't even think the box changed locations. It might have. I think it went upstairs, and that was like to the extent of it. Yeah, I mean, it evolved into Left 4 Dead, and that was the pinnacle of the series because nothing after Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 was even close as great. So, and that was early. And those were my favorite games. But, I mean, I, I talked about segues into, like, achievement trophies as you were talking about, Graham, and so I feel like we should ask a question about that. And uh, Michael Ingersoll asked, so back to gaming, like, I have one last question. Or do achievements trophies add to the overall enjoyment of a game, or do you feel like they do the opposite? See, I think we could tie this into like with Nintendo too, where they don't have achievements. Yep, yep. Yeah. And Steam added achievements. They did not have it back when the 360 and the PS3 first had them. Yeah, that was the now, start. So. Do they have like the same type of achievements, or like they just have like three or four per like game? Or... No, they have like 50 now. But yeah, I don't what... remember how it was early. And what do you get for it? Do you, it just unlocks it. And that's where I'm at. Like, to me, I always preferred Xbox over PlayStation because achievements, I start, like, points just are better to me. Because it, yeah. it's like accounting. Like, yeah, I, I can say I have five Platinums, which yeah. is kind of cool. That means you, met, like, got every trophy for five games. But does it sound as cool as, like, I have 300,000 gamer score? The answer is no. You're right. I PlayStation agree 100%. fans would... Yeah, I mean, you you guys agree, but PlayStation fans would disagree 
But I, I think they're disagreeing because they don't want to be on the, the losing side, quote-unquote. There's no issues. I, I feel like most people stick with what they had first. And for me, that was achievements. A lot of people are PlayStation fans. That was trophies. I prefer points. I think that was a better system. I, I actually think Xbox wins for that. Because just points are better because you count them up. It's a count. Mm-hmm. Like, without having to actually count, like, PlayStation, like, oh, you have 10 you know, blah, blah, but blah. let me ask you this: Have you ever played a game, whether it's PlayStation or Xbox, and you like before you played the game or got into it, like you like read the achievements? Yes. And then on you, the 360. And yeah, then you the changed how you approached the game only because you wanted to get the achievements or like no, stuff like that. Only on the 360. I don't know what it was. But there was something that changed between the 360 and the Xbox One that changed my way of thinking about achievements. I don't care as much anymore, but on the 360, I wanted every single achievement. And yes, I looked them up beforehand, and like X or TrueAchievements.com. Yes, I think it was. Yep. Had like they'd have X. They had guides to getting every single achievement on the first playthrough, and I would try to follow that. And honestly, that might have hindered my enjoyment of the game. Yeah, and. Like so, yeah. Like Michael, I think it did hinder my enjoyment. Of the well, game. it would kind but of take you away from your immersion, right? Like you're not so immersed. Like you yes. just keep going yeah. back. Yeah, back yeah. Collect that. fifty fucking feathers, like Assassin's Creed has. That's yeah. stupid. I, I refuse to do any Ubisoft slash even Rockstar. Rockstar has terrible achievements when it comes to that. So I'll, I'll say this: that I totally did that. I would go and if, especially if I was on the fence about a game. Mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure if I wanted to buy it or not, I would go look at the achievements on TrueAchievements.com. Shout out to them. Um, yeah. But, and, and that's a great site, by the way, if you need help getting an achievement or anything like that. Um, a lot of walkthroughs on there and stuff like that. So, But I would go look and see what the achievements looked like. So if I was on the fence and a game had super difficult achievements and stuff that looked like I didn't really want to do, I might not buy it. Really? Whereas, yeah. So if there was a game that had really easy ones, now like Steve, again, 360. And that changed for me, just like you, Steve, when the Xbox One came out. And I don't know necessarily why. I can say why in the last year to two, because now I think about a lot of games in terms of like doing this show and like what do our fans want to hear us talk about and what, uh, and that's why we talk about NHL all the time. So, not really. But. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but also, like, what would our listeners like to see a stream and things like that? That's influenced my buying decisions now much more so than um, just achievements. But yeah. I, mean, I still, I, could, I, I could love achievements. Yeah, go ahead. I thought of it. And it's, it has nothing to do, like, not that I don't, I really do want to play games that you guys want to watch. Don't get me wrong there. That's not what I'm saying no about. The What happened between the 360 and the Xbox One, honestly, had something to do with early on. I don't know if you guys remember in the Xbox One's life cycle, achievements didn't unlock on time. They didn't. There were so many glitches with the way achievements unlocked. And I, it just it got me to stop caring because they wouldn't pop as often. And the way it popped wasn't the same as the 360. Like the 360 had a beautiful like like achievement notification screen and yep. I'm like, yeah, I just unlocked an achievement. Whereas on the one it was like, oh, I achievement, okay. Yeah. And that still and happens once in a while, Steve. On yeah. the one. 
it's oh, not it completely gone. I, you know, a few weeks ago I did the um, Battlefront 2 campaign, finished it, and none of those achievements popped on the screen. The next day they were all there. Like, it showed that I'd earned them, but they never popped on the screen. And that's, yeah. like, the coolest thing. It's, it's just seeing that thing pop on the screen, that sound, you know? And now it's the special sound if you get the rare one. But they don't so feel rare. Cool. That's the problem. They don't feel rare. They just feel like achievements no one has earned, but that's because maybe no one's playing the game. That's that to yeah. me, it's like, yeah. Yeah, so if you get something brand new, you're going to pop more rare achievements, right? But, yeah, I mean, I, I, still some... like, I still like achievements a lot, and they still drive some of how I play and what I play, but not as much as when it was 360. Yeah. yeah. One, one yeah. thing I, I like that they've incorporated now, though, is the monthly leaderboards. Like, yeah, that is such That's a cool true. thing. Like I was explaining that to somebody on like a like as a PlayStation person, and I told them about that, and they're like, "Oh, that's actually really cool," and that is cool. Like that they incorporated that because yeah. because like okay, someone's been playing on Xbox on like five years long before me, or they were more hardcore for longer. Like I'll never ever catch their gamer score. So then it's kind of like, man, you don't really care, right? But now it gives you this month-to-month -month, like battle, right? So it's always something fresh. So I think that was a great idea, and I enjoy it. Sometimes I check it just to see where I am, and then sometimes I'm surprised. I'm like, oh, I'm actually number one. Maybe out of, out of four people, but yeah. whatever, right? <laughs> Still number one. Well, speaking of, of that, like I was at my uh, friend's house, and, and they both have they, – they live together. They both have – their own Xbox, their own accounts, and they're competing with each other for a gamer score. And one was playing like Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and I know they're watching in the chat, so shout out to them, or in Twitch, but shout out to them for that. What up? But they were, um, he was doing the achievement where they have to run over like a thousand like lampposts and other like trees and stuff in Assassin's Creed in the, uh, like with their little buggy, and like just to get that extra points, just to pass the other dude in the in the score. And it was really funny because, yeah, it has a little competition. It's kind of cool to beat your friends and be like, oh, I got a 1,000 gamer score and you didn't. Ha, 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 ha. And it's, I don't know. I, I also enjoy that. That That is yeah. a cool thing that so, I'm proud of. Exposure. One thing I want to throw out to you on a few minutes before we move on, uh, and we talked about, like, what changed between 360 and Xbox One. And for me, I think, now that I think about it, the focus on Xbox One is much more around, like, that experience with your friends and I think games have changed to incorporate that a lot more. You see experiences like Destiny, and you see Monster Hunter World, and you see um, GTA Five Online, things like that that are just much more around playing with your friends and that you know online community experience. Whereas I think on 360, a lot of it was you know um, a lot more solo play. So when, when I play games like solo games, single-player games, I'm much more driven to get those achievements and get that thousand. Um, but when I'm just playing with friends or, you know, when we start doing community plays, which, again, we're going we're gonna to start doing really soon, um, not at the same time as the drunk cast, but at different times. <laughs> um, that probably not isn't good. But, but I was, uh, you know, not as uh, community oriented i'm just more concerned with playing with friends and having a good time and it's not about chasing down achievements if we get one awesome yeah but it's not um, about that see we didn't really mention what i kind of mentioned before about like nintendo like first people are like ragging on them because they don't have achievements and stuff like that 
But when I asked the question about have you ever like changed the way you approach a game based on achievements, so a great example would be uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Like that game is a hundred percent about freedom. Like this is the world, go crazy, do whatever you want. So, like sometimes I've done something, I'm like that would be an achievement on Xbox or whatever, but. I did it because I wanted to or something like that, right? So I feel like you don't necessarily need it, and, like, Nintendo shows that. And now they're, they're just so far behind that if they introduce yeah. it, I don't really think anybody would care. So I think a game like Breath of the Wild, to, you don't need achievements. It's That's fine. Fun, yeah. Mario we'll have the freedom. Yeah, Mario is another Zelda, great Zelda, don't, don't need achievements. I, I play those games for fun. We were Yeah, we were wondering, like, back before Switch came out on the show whether or not Nintendo needed to incorporate achievements. Clearly, by the sales of the Switch, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, you know, my talks. So, uh, clearly, they don't need to. Yeah. But, all right. No. It's so, an amazing right, next, next question I'll yeah. throw up. Uh, real quick. Well, I hope it's real quick, but we might get into the debate <laughs> here. Um, is Gears of War or Halo better? Mm, that's a quick question. As I've already Actually, said the, in and, Twitch and the, chat. And the actual question is, is Gears of War anywhere near as good as Halo? I just tried to yeah. phrase it in a nicer way. So, and, go. And I'll answer first because I already answered in Twitch chat If uh, for those who are there. No, it's not. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not a bad game, but Halo, it's just better. It's hard to even quantify that, too. Like, Halo is just better. It's better. It's a better game. Like, better. I would say online multiplayer aspect Halo is so much better, like hand over foot or whatever that saying is, so much better. But I think the story and all that stuff, I think I've enjoyed the Gears of War more. Maybe okay. Maybe because like Halo just like kept on going with a story and like, okay, now we need to do something, something, right? So I think how like Gears of War, I'm, I'm just referring to the first three mainly, how they had a trilogy. So they had a beginning, middle, and end. Well, Halo so had I, that too. Well, so did Halo. Yeah. Like, Halo had a really, like, defined ending. But I feel like I was more invested in the story and maybe characters of Gears. Maybe Halo had okay. too much going All on. Right. So, right, that's fair. then, Graham. Question. That's my opinion. That's question. my opinion. Marcus Phoenix or Master Chief? Marcus Phoenix. Okay. Oh, my God. Right. No. Tyler, uh, so obviously you're Master Chief, and I am also of that side. Master Chief is just absolutely hands down the better character, but Tyler, go into why. <laughs> okay, so here's the best way to explain these two games. So I love both, right? But And they're both great. Uh, Gears of War for me is a game that I play, and it's a great game, and I enjoy it. Um, when they announce a new one, I'm like, awesome, but I'm not you know, dying to see the new one every time. Um Halo to me is an experience and it's part of who I am as a gamer. It's been that big for me. Yes. And the flood level in Halo 1 was like yes. the most mind-blowing thing ever. I hated like, that level. I know, but <laughs> it was so it was but, yeah, but you played it yeah. late. Early the, the like flood, that was one of the first games I ever played. The flood Early, in Halo 1 and yeah. the 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 stupid driving level at the end of Halo 1 that I no, fucking hate, the most but amazing it's fucking yeah. thing in the world. But uh, but then also like the scene at the end of three, 
you know, and the scene. And I don't want to ruin it for Graham because we're, we're doing our community, we're doing our, our like Twitch playthrough of Halo, yeah. the Halo, Halo series. We're taking Graham. Graham's going through Halo for the first time ever. Yes. Um, no, I'm not going like, to lie. The I'm ending really of Halo 4 is actually really impactful. Um, the multiplayer in Halo has not just been outstanding, it's defined what multiplayer should be in a lot of ways. Yes. Amen, brother. And, and even when they change and evolve, Halo 5 is fucking fantastic in multiplayer. The yep. story leaves something to be desired, for sure, in the campaign. Yeah. Well, that's but why I the said multiplayer, multiplayer is awesome. Yes. Yeah, but, yes. Grammar, but Halo 5, I mean, it's it, yeah, it's so big of a series, like, I'm not going to judge it based on one game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for, for campaign, for story. They were misguided by focusing on Locke instead of Master Chief, and I get that. And I think they get that. And I think we're going to see something totally different with six. And they tried something new, and credit to them for doing it. Yeah, but it I didn't mean, work. And and they were the first ones to say, "Hey, we should have probably gone a different direction." But for me, Gears of War is a game that I like. Halo is an experience that's part of why yeah. I play games. It, hey, and, when when back to the question of like what got you into video games, like Halo and Halo Two were two of the big reasons, and then. When it came to multiplayer, Halo 3. So, yes, the three Halo games were the reasons I got into video games. And those are, like Tyler said, the experience. And not to mention that Halo 2 drove online gaming in a way that arguably no other game on console ever has. Yep. And Halo 2 is largely responsible for the advances in Xbox Live. And it's part of why... Yeah. And, and Xbox Live had, came, went from this thing they tried to this now staple that changed the way we play video games. Because it truly has. Shit, we, guys, we wouldn't be doing this podcast, the three of us, if not for Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and yes, it's changed PlayStation Plus as well. Because PlayStation's constantly had to react and improve because, let's be Let's honest, I mean... More like Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Xbox has yeah. always had the lead in that category. They have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and PlayStation does a lot of things better than Xbox. No yes. doubt. Games, but, one of them. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> like exclusive games in, in terms of having them. Yes, yeah. um, PlayStation's better right now. But but the online world, yeah. The online no, world, sure. it's always Xbox. been Xbox in the lead. Always. Yep. I remember when I... First learned about Xbox Live, and then I saw PlayStation Online, whatever it was called. I was so blown away that they didn't have party chat. Like when I, I'm like, what? They don't have that? Like I thought that was standard. (laughs) Like I thought that was like the greatest idea in the world, and both systems had it. Mm -hmm. But when I learned like PlayStation, you had playing the exact same game, or you couldn't talk to them. I'm like, that is that's crazy because I remember. Back in 360, you just get on there, and whether I'm listening to music or doing whatever, I, my friend would jump in the party, and he's doing something completely different, and we're having a conversation and whatever. So I thought that was the greatest thing. And then when I learned so, like PlayStation, you couldn't do that. I couldn't believe it. Graham, you know you have to thank for that, for that experience, Halo. for your music and all that <laughs> stuff. You have Master Chief to thank. So you take that back now. <laughs> Let's see. I was late in the game. No. Like, I didn't have stop, to thank no, him because it was already back. there. <laughs> you say, thank you, Master Chief. Yes. Thank right you. Now. Yeah. All Master right. Chief. There All right, go. Graham, All you right. want to... 
you want to go uh, on our... We got time for two more questions. One from yep. Graham, one from Steve. So go ahead, guys. All right. I'm going to... This one, another one from Brian Richland. Good question. So I'm going to ask it. What do you think the biggest change slash innovation in gaming over the past 20 years has been? For me, what we were just talking about, it was Xbox Live and the rise of online gaming. Take it away, someone. No, I'm, I'm 100% with you. Online connectivity, easily the biggest change. Um, we would have, well, that and just technology improving because like 8-bit to, you know, 4K kind of a big deal. But yeah. really, on, online gaming has to be the biggest. So and It's not really close. All right, so, well, I think there is a little bit of close, but I'm going to agree with you. It, it's absolutely Xbox Live. And, and I don't say online gaming, I say Xbox Live, because they were the pioneer, and they were the ones who got it right first. And everyone else has been chasing them down. And Nintendo isn't even trying, because you still have to, like, hook up 50 cords to your phone and do all these things to be in a party. Yeah, but, that's something that... That's embarrassing for them. I'm I sorry, but it is. changing... It has to change in the future. Well, I hope so. If when the online service where they're charging people money coming at the end of this year... If everything is just staying the same, except they're going to ask for more money or money every month for the same service, I might seriously consider canceling, or not even canceling, signing it up. Because I don't know if you're already signed up, if it, well, obviously you got to sign up. A way no, you're going to have to put in a payment method. So, so yeah, yeah, like, I, I don't think I'll be signing up. There has to be something that's going to make me, oh, yeah, I want to be able to talk to, like, if I have another friend who's playing that game, and we're playing the same game, I want to be able to talk with them. Yeah. So, but, but yeah. yeah, they have to get that. Yeah, you think? I mean, we're almost <laughs> a fifth of the way through the 21st century, and they want That's you to, like, run wires through your home. Use your to phone. Talk yeah, to somebody. Yeah. And yeah, the friend like... codes? Stupid. Yes. Enough. I agree. Like, but Nintendo's too good of a company. And I'm about to give Nintendo praise, so whatever. But Xbox Live first. And then Nintendo for constantly pushing the envelope. And things like the... And they, and they fall on their face with like the Wii U. But the Wii was revolutionary in gaming. Yes. The and, 3DS. Yeah. Amazing. And, and or Wii, DS or whatever you want to yeah. call it. No, it was the DS. But the Wii in particular had so much influence on everyone in gaming... Because Xbox came with the Kinect. Yep, and PlayStation and so, with their movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the movie. with the move. Yeah. And all that stuff. So it influenced the entire industry with that innovation. So I'll say those two things, but if I, if I have to pick one, it's Xbox Live, for sure. I use it every single day. Yeah, I think it's going to be a trifecta or like straight across the board. Like I, I agree with that. And I'll just talk about online gaming on top of that. Like, the fact that you have, like, DLC and, like, online, like, open world and stuff like that. Like, I'm hoping it doesn't really matter. And I know they're trying to push out, like, a one-player game. But I would like to see, like, a Warcraft-style Fallout where there's someone else in the wasteland that's building their settlement and... I can either be friends with them or like they could be enemies in a different faction and like something like that. Like, I don't know how they would incorporate it, but I would like to see that. But yeah, the old online and like I said with Xbox live that, yeah, that's huge. 
that's that's definitely the biggest. Yep. All right, Steve. Yeah. All right. So the last question, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a two parter oh, from uh, Discord and well, they're the same types of questions. So from Discord and Facebook. So Raz on Discord asks, "What's your favorite game to play when you are relaxing before bed?" And oh, oh, where is this? <laughs> I lost it. Is on yeah, Facebook. You've okay, definitely Dylan. lost it. Definitely. Dylan, second. Dylan has already asked a question, but oh, we're going to give him another one. It's like the old days There's... of Let's See Here. <laughs> and... so, so Dylan asked, what games do you like to play to wind down? So what games yeah. do you like to play to wind down? What games do you like to play before bed? They're like the same question. Yeah, they're pretty, pretty much the same thing. You wind down before you go to bed. Yeah. So you guys want to go first? Um. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you want me to go first? <laughs> well, you just said yes. <laughs> yes, well, I want to go first, to, but you go ahead. <laughs> my game I like to play before winding uh, down, uh, you know, would be my favorite type of game yes. of all time. Chess. Oh, boy. Uh, and this title is just say Chess, chess Ultra. <laughs> I do like to play chess before going to bed. You know, I even go to bed, I lie down, pull my phone out, and like watching videos of chess being played he because I'm a good nerd that's and that's just what I do. Well, that's so, true. I, I'm going like to tell everybody that. right now that, yes, we talked about the impact Halo's had on us, uh, especially me and Steve, but I think chess might be a close second. And, Steve, what did you buy this week? Oh, oh, uh, so Amazon. Amazon. No, not details, Amazon. just the don't, answer. Don't oh, a chess, a chess book, there. and I almost bought a second one, and I might tonight. <laughs> I bought a chess a book. A second one? <laughs> I, I'm going to buy a second chess book. I'm trying to get a chess club going. Have I you mean, already spent it, more on the book than you have on the game? Yes, it was nineteen dollars. Oh my god! Okay, um, <laughs> so for me, I, I don't really like play when I'm winding down. I guess uh, usually the last game I'm playing at night is um, something that's not designed to wind you down. It's something like NHL, which yeah, usually gets us upset. Off. Yeah, all pissed off and yelling not each other, but like in general. Um, because we have a knack for like playing super well and then having something stupid happen at the last second, and we lose. It's probably- yeah, and and we're we're in a we're in a mode in that game like there's ten divisions for a team and we're division one or two regularly, so we're playing against super good opponents most of the time, and we play super well and we're right there and we have the lead and then we blow it and we lose. So that's always fun. Um, otherwise. Uh, Steve, we don't play too much Monster Hunter, like, late. Um, I guess Destiny sometimes. Mm. Stuff like that. But largely that NHL game. Um, it's usually that game that we go to when it's like, all right, we've kind of played everything else, so what are we going to play now? And it ends up being that. And then I'm going to bed. I usually read before I go to sleep, honestly, to wind down. I don't play games. Chess books? Not Indeed. chess books. <laughs> I am I'm still working my way through uh, it from Stephen King because I'm going to read the book before I watch the movie. <sighs> well, so, no, I'm with you. I normally read before going to bed. I read. I'm reading yeah. the Dark Tower series, so I don't. I don't play games before Stephen going to bed. King again. But if so, I had to choose, then it is uh, chess. <laughs> so I'll take some credit. I think I kind of turned Steve on to Stephen King a little bit. A little um, bit. Yeah, and Stephen King is my favorite author. Enough where I now own the entire Dark Tower series to stand and it. And I probably will buy a few more Stephen King books yeah. before I finish these. But isn't his style of writing awesome? Like, you like oh, it, it's right? Amazing. It's fantastic. It's so, cool. all right. Grant, what are your favorite books? I mean, what do you like to play before you go to bed? Favorite books? 
No, I have what do you, both, what do you like my my end table got kind of a weird lean, like an angle. So uh, I put books under it, and that levels it out nicely. And those are your favorite books. That's yeah. Not bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, no, I do have books. They just don't get read. Okay. I'm so like one of those people who just have a shelf full of books sure. and just make me look smart. To make yeah, you they're look more, smart. They're working on press people. I'm basically yeah. preparing for right. like Armageddon where there is no like uh, no power. So sure, I'm gonna I'm I have lots of books to read during Armageddon. Alright. Um, or Snowmageddon no. like this week. Yeah, or Snowmageddon. Yeah, yeah, I haven't looked outside in a while, so if I'm gonna get three days of this then I'm just going to huddle in and just play video games. And hopefully the sun comes and just takes it all yeah, away. Yeah, but what video games are you going to play while you're winding down before you go to bed? Yeah. Okay, so I have a few games that I go to. Um, One. I play NHL a fair bit, even like when I'm not playing with uh, these guys. Like I have Hut. So I try to put in like a few games. And then if I get tired of that, uh, lately I've been playing some... Um, well, there's a couple quick little games. Is pinball, which you can quickly have a quick, fast game and stuff like that. And the other one is Cuphead. I've been working on that one. Those, okay. these are the kind of games where you can jump okay, in and just play a little bit. Sure, because yeah, Cuphead is an absolutely relaxing game right before you go to sleep. Like, yeah, but I don't is, relax Grim, before I go why, to sleep. No, no Grim, I'm this like, is why you only sleep like two hours a day. Yeah, yeah. I don't wind down. I'm, you I'm on, like full go until I pass out. That's it. I have two speeds. Stop and go. That's me in a nutshell. No, yeah. this is me in a nutshell. Help! I'm in a nutshell. <laughs> Bad joke. God. Next. God. Wasn't that like in an Austin Powers movie Graham. or something? It's from a movie, but I don't okay, know I wish this was around the horn with Tony Reale, and I could just mute you for like 30 yes, seconds. Yes, that points terrible. away. That's bad. <laughs> Shame on you. Shutting them right. you. Yes, you're grounded. All right. Oh, that That's all the time. Or that's all the questions we have time for. Um, but if you asked one, you're entered to win. The giveaways that we're going to give away right now, but before Steve announces our winners, I just uh, want to encourage everybody in our Twitch channel right now. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. appreciate that. But if you haven't yet, hit that follow button. That really helps us out. And if you're so inclined, uh, feel free to subscribe. It does help us support the show and uh, help grow and give better giveaways, all that good stuff. Um, again, no pressure. Uh, you know, we we value pressure, everybody pressure, in the pressure, community. Pressure, yeah, pressure, 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 pressure. We value <laughs> everybody in the community. Um, but if you choose to to support us in that way, we'd really appreciate it. It does help us kind of cover the cost of doing the show, plus uh, give some better giveaways and all that good stuff. So, Steve. What do you have for giveaways? We have four giveaways this week, yes. everybody, for, so, uh, for our first uh, fan fest. So, our first giveaway comes from Twitch itself, and that would be drumroll, please, Mister Shiny Things. Mister Shiny Things, uh, I know you've been listening because you've been on Twitch and you've been active on Twitch, so we appreciate that. Uh, send us a message, and we will get you your code. Um, our second winner comes from facebook and that is carlos santuana i hope i'm pronouncing that right and it's not carlos santuana that sounds wrong so whatever what you know you let me know how to pronounce it but you are our second winner our third winner also comes from facebook and that's billy mackay we appreciate your questions um thank you for taking the time and then our final winner 
grand prize winner comes also comes from Facebook, and that is Aaron Grundler. Highly appreciate all the questions we've had this week, though. But yes, Aaron Grundler, you're our grand prize winner. But all of you guys, uh, send us a message on Facebook, Discord, whatever channel you guys are on. Uh, Twitch, doesn't matter. We will be listening to it. And you, you we'll get your codes to you. And come join us tomorrow uh, on Twitch again. And we'll be streaming some games. Maybe have another giveaway or two. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And uh, you'll be you'll entered for a chance to win. So we appreciate that. Uh, anything else, Tyler? Graham? No, uh, we just want to invite everybody to go on over to Facebook, like we said at the beginning of the show, and uh, join the Gaming Hub forums. Uh, when you're there, you can submit questions, just like the ones we read the entire show this week on our first ever uh, Gaming Hub Fan Fest. We'll be doing these, like I said, once a quarter. You'll never know when they arrive, so make sure you submit lots of questions, and uh, you have a chance to win the giveaways that we do on the show. Um in addition, you can follow us on Twitch. Subscribe on Twitch. We'd really appreciate that. And uh, it helps support the show. And it keeps you up to date on everything that we're doing. Uh, we've been told that we should be doing drunk casts. So that will be happening uh, starting this weekend. Hopefully no one that I know personally from work <laughs> watches that. Dilly dilly. Is, does that happen to be your favorite coworker? <laughs> that was a question. It was. And my answer was dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Yeah, we dilly will take dilly. sandwiches as well. Subs, so, sandwiches. I'm not going to lie. Those commercials cheese, have become super Rubens. addicting to me, and it's catchy. It was. The, I quite the enjoyed the Dilly Super Dilly podcast, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoy the podcast, too, because you're on <laughs> yeah. it, and you're kind of partly responsible for it. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, but if you want to join in on Facebook or Twitch or Discord – all the links to that, everybody, are going to be at the bottom of the show notes, uh, whatever podcast app you're listening to. And we really appreciate your support. So I uh, can't say that enough. So we won't say it again this week. This um, week? Yeah, we'll say it next week probably. Maybe next week. Yeah, maybe. You'll have to tune in to find out, though. Like, if you guys, you know, get up and ask some <laughs> questions, we'll, we'll say thank you again. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's going to do it, everybody, for episode 82. Uh, we're out of here. We'll be back next week with episode number 83 uh, on the uh, continual march to 100. We're excited for that. So, for Graham and Steve, I'm Tyler saying thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully there's no, like, snowmageddon or any other bullshit going on. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Hey, Good week, everybody. On. I hope you guys know Take care, everyone. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you all and talk to you all. Nah, enjoy your week.